I'm Shanna Covey, creator and host of Always Shine Brightly. I named this podcast Always Shine Brightly because I believe that is what we are each here to do. And in times where we feel we're not shining bright, I feel it's still our purpose to work through and shift whatever is dimming our light. In this podcast, I'm speaking with guests who I see as bright lights in the world, despite any struggles they may have gone through. The more of us who do this, the better the world becomes. Join us on this shared mission to make the world a brighter place. Welcome to Always Shine Brightly. I'm your host, Shanna Covey, and this is my podcast. In today's episode, I want to share with you why I started this podcast, what you can expect from it, as well as who I am. So I'm Shanna Covey. Let's start there. I am the author of A Call to the Heart, Shifting Out of Ego into Spirit. I wrote this book between 2011 and 2012 and published it in 2013. And ever since then, I have been showing up online to share messages along the lines of shifting out of fear into love. I feel like we are in the middle of a collective awakening and so many people are having these beautiful realizations that these old fearful thoughts need not stay active in their lives and that there is another lens to see through, one that allows us to come from love, to come from a deeper self-acceptance and in doing that, we show up coming from an inner abundance that allows us to extend outward into the world in much more loving and compassionate and wise ways. And so this podcast is an extension of that mission, but I want to I want to do an interview style podcast where I bring other people on to share in their journey and we'll be sharing from that soul that soul perspective so that we can just share as many stories as possible to gain this understanding of how to view our lives as move as like the movement of the soul through this life instead of just thinking about the typical paradigm that so many people have lived by um, for eons, like the paradigm of of like we're the, we're this body and we're trying to keep it safe and protected and uh, we're just here to, to like get what's ours and move through life and la 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 la. No, we're here for so much more. We've been called at this really special time to, to be on planet Earth right now in the middle of this collective awakening to not only be doing our own work to, to spiritually wake up to, to our own inner nature, but we have work to do to help the collective. And maybe some of the stuff that doesn't, you know, may not make sense right now, but if there's any level of resonance with what I'm saying, I encourage you to stay with me because this podcast is all about understanding our lives from that perspective. And as that resonance increase, your willingness to to go deeper in understanding how you can come from more love, more wisdom, more compassion becomes a natural pull in your life, a natural, a natural momentum. And so I want to, uh, so my interviews are going to start by just like by people that I know, because um, I'm just going to start with like friends and family and people that, that I see have gone through challenges that I know they're doing so well having moved through them it was such grace and such uh, beauty that they can share they can share their journey and hopefully inspire you guys or any or be relatable should any of you be going through a similar situation but my goal is, is to like get as many many stories from that soul, soul perspective as possible um, available to be tapped into so that we start to see everything from that lens and so when we do i believe that that we really have a chance to not only change change the peace in our hearts but we change 
peace here on earth. And maybe some of this stuff sounds like pretty full sweeping from a spiritual perspective, but my really my intention is to ground this and to and to build a strong bridge of understanding for wherever you may be coming from. Um, maybe maybe this feels like a little bit out of reach right now, but maybe there's a little bit of a resonance there. I'm still speaking to you, and I'm doing. I will do my best to create that that bridge of understanding to make this easier for all of us to connect to. Um, so, a little bit about my story is. Um, where do I want to start? I guess I'll just start kind of like I follow the typical paradigm that I was going to go to school, get a, get a good degree and get a good job. And I ended up doing those things. But as soon as I got the good job, I felt empty inside. So all these choices that I'd made that were supposed to lead to fulfillment, when I got to the other side of it, it didn't feel very fulfilling at all. In fact, it was the first time in my life that I felt uh, I would not like I wasn't full on depressed, but I felt off and I felt apathetic. I guess there were elements of it. I felt um, stuck, unmotivated, trapped, no light at the end of the tunnel. Probably a feelings that a lot of you have experienced at one time or another in some situation. Uh, for me, I couldn't stand to be in that kind of that trapped tunnel without seeing a way out of it and on the path that I was on, the trajectory of that I was on based on the choices I had been making, there it just it wasn't right for me. And so I didn't know what the right answer was, but I knew that I had to make some changes. And so that began a journey of trying to align with purpose and passion. And I didn't I mean I didn't have the answers right away and it, it began of it was a journey of just following like what made sense in the next step and over time that took me to to volunteering in Guatemala thinking like that's the answer I'm here to make a difference in in the lives of, of children who are in need of a, a better education and and it felt amazing I went I, I actually went on two different trips one in 2007 and then in 2010 I stayed almost all of that year working on on a, volu on a volunteer assignment where we were teachers in an indigenous community teach we were providing supplemental education for uh, for kids that where their parents are unable to help them, we were kind of like the the parental the at home parental guidance, if you will, that that we in, here in America or in the Western world are used to having access to. But in Guatemala, uh, many of their many of the parents were uneducated, and some of the women could, couldn't read or write, so there's no way they could help their kids give the extra attention they needed to not fall through the cracks. So we were sort of that safeguard to keep them from falling through the cracks and it was amazing i felt completely fulfilled i felt tapped in and connected to a higher purpose more meaning in my life and really felt that my next step was to build that out as as my life career and um, proceeded to create a nonprofit with a girl that i had met who was also volunteering down there but um, over, I'm kind of like just trying to like move through the story a little bit fast. I'm sure elements of it may come up in future podcasts. But ultimately, I started to get some internal guidance that that was not my next step. And the guidance had, had to come very clearly and very directly because I was kind of like continuing on it as if that was my next step. And um, ended up getting this like super direct guidance and a meditation that I was doing that said, dissolve the partnership. And that was, um, I was like, extremely tough because you know something you're building with your best friend so it's almost like going through a breakup because 
you think you're going to physically build your life with someone and then you realize, oh, no, that's not the route that I'm meant to be going. And that, and though I know this is the right choice for me, it still has its ramifications of not being able to do this thing with your best friend. So uh, fortunately, she had gave me the grace of understanding and, um, and she ended up pursuing that and, and building her, her nonprofit and continue, continuing with that in Panama. And I was like, felt that I was back to square one with not knowing my purpose and not knowing what my next steps were. So that was quite frustrating. And at that time, I guess within a month or so, a friend of mine gave me a course in miracles. And I, I had heard it referenced before, but had never read it directly. I'd heard Wayne Dyer reference it in his books. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll start reading this. And I had no idea where it was going, but somehow just something in me was like, commit to reading this. So I did, and I ended up reading it and um, got to the end of it, still not knowing what I was supposed to do, what I, where my life was supposed to go. And at this moment of realizing that I had been gripping onto this book to tell me my next steps, I realized that this book that was about to a large, to so much, a large degree was about surrender that I hadn't actually surrendered. I'd been gripping onto the book to know this thing. So I was still in this like very fearful mode of not knowing what my purpose was and what I was supposed to do with my life. And in this like moment of realization of like, oh my God, I've been gripping and grasping in this certain way. And without really having anywhere to turn and, and plug my energy into, I just literally threw my hands up in the air in this frustrated gesture. And within about 30 seconds, this pull came through me to start writing. All of a sudden, I was having these shifts in perception, which A Course in Miracles is teaching you how to shift your mind from a fearful perception to one based in love. And I could see these, like all these scenarios, it's just like everyday normal scenarios were running through my mind. And I was seeing how I handled it from my old perception into the new one that was being shown to me. And it was just rapidly flashing through my mind at a super, you know, just really fast. And this pull came through to document all of those insights. And so this pull really came through. And I, I understand this pull from something I'd read, I think I'd heard Wayne Dyer talk about it because it was a pull that you couldn't resist, a pull that you couldn't not listen to, and that's exactly how it felt. And it went for about two weeks where I was just constantly writing, like almost all day long, just trying to get all of this out of me and capture it and document it. And that is when I realized I had something that would ultimately turn into to my book, A Call to the Heart. And so in general, that's just a collection of essays where I captured my everyday experiences from shifting from a perception of fear to a perception of love. And I just share it very, um, very, very openly, very vulnerably and very directly on I was seeing this one way. This is the way I could I wish, you know, I could have seen to handle the situation much better and offer that lesson to to the readers with the with the whole goal that this is really what our life is about we're really just supposed to mine our everyday experiences for these nuggets that help us to clear out an old fearful thought and allow a new loving one to bloom in its place and i say bloom because the loving our loving nature is always there it's at the bed of our being it's the core of our being it's just that we have covered it up with 
these beliefs and fearful thoughts. And as we begin to see through those thoughts, as we begin to question them, which is what uh, self-inquiry is, as we begin to question them, it's like we're weeding a garden. We pull those weeds out, and as we pull them out, this thing, this, this, this core presence that's been living in us as our natural state of being finally has room to rise up into our awareness. Like basically, we've just made space for it to come into our awareness. And, and that, for me, is how I see what we're doing here on Earth. I feel like our number one, we have like two goals. We have our inner, our one goal is to push the needle on our own awakening. And by that is just to be able to question, question our fearful thoughts so that we are able to drop them and remove them from our experience and allow this more natural way of seeing to show up, this more loving, more compassionate, more wise way of seeing to naturally flow through us. And the second thing is, is just to share that and share whatever wants to come through as an expression of love, whatever form that takes, rather it takes the, a teaching form like what I want to do, like what I've been doing is teaching on these insights or it can be completely different. It's, it's whoever is living in joy as their natural expression is so full. The content of their expression is joy, is love, whatever that looks like, whatever that is. That is the secondary purpose to what we're here. So I, I feel like when we commit to doing those two things, we, we realize more peace in ourselves. We realize more of our own power. We realize more of our loving nature. We realize so much more. And then we, we either directly or indirectly touch others and give them permission to do the same or exemplify a way of doing that for, you know, exemplify or teach or whatever, some other way that, that helps others along because we are all in this together and we all have our, our shared core, our shared core of this loving nature, this super wise, very balanced between love and wisdom nature is is our core shared oneness. So that concept of that we are all one, that's where it comes from. That's that's what it is. So the more that we can pierce through all the thoughts that separate us and go deeper into what unites us, that is to me what this journey of awakening is about and what this collective awakening is about. So I hold that perspective, and when I interview my guests, they may not all be coming from that exact same perspective, but I believe that they're doing, they're walking a journey that's a beautiful journey, and I want to share what it is that they're, what insights they've gained, what they're doing, how they're, how they're moving through their own journey, and I want to offer that and share it with all of you. And um, so we'll have degrees of this. Some, some, some elements of the podcast are going to be lighthearted and fun. I mean, I hope to bring that. That's something that I love. I love when people are just joyfully expressive and fun and laugh at themselves and, and, and you know, all of that. And I love, like, the, I love also whenever you're driven by service through impact. Like, I love, you know, people that are moved to do that and moved to give back and moved all that. And then I love the deeper spirituality, which is more on the self-realization side of things, which is kind of like what I've been talking about. So I hope that this podcast, my intention is for it to have room to breathe across that full breath of expression. I, I want to be, I want to hold a bridge for, for any, any element, any aspect of that bridge to be able to be shared uh, through this platform I want to have fun with it. I want a bottle of joy and distribute it. I want to provide 
spiritual insights in the ways that make sense that have come to me and that I've been exposed to and just to deliver them and and, and messaging and packaging that uh, makes sense to as many as possible. So I'm hoping what I've shared so far does make sense, but if it doesn't, I'll work on on, uh, making it make more sense throughout this process. So that is my main intention, and um, I can't wait to get started. So thank you so much for joining me on this journey. And I'll see you on the next episode. The music on the podcast is a song I fell in love with called We Are the Love We Give by Imaginary Future. It's available everywhere music is sold.